Okay. Thank you all for coming on this, this new endeavor. I'm going to start it from actually where I'm up to in the Brihad Bhagavatam Rita by coincidence. By coincidence, I'm up to the part, it's really coincidence, where in, in my classes where the glorification is the holy name. So let me start with that. And that would be a really auspicious way to start. Reading from the Brihad Bhagavatam Rita, <clears throat> Book One, Chapter One, Text Nine. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Jayati Jayati Namananda Rupam Marade Vidimata Nidja Dharma Dhyana Pujari Yatnam Katam Api Sakrit Atam Muktidam Praninam Yat Paramam Ritam Ekam Jeevanam Bhushanam All glories, all glories to Lord Marari in the form of his ex of his all ecstatic name. If any living being puts aside such tasks as meditation, ritual worship, and social duties, and even one takes to the Lord's holy name, the name will grant him liberation. The holy name is the greatest source of eternal pleasure and is my very life and ornament. Now, I'll just read a little bit from the purport. Among the various practices of devotional service, the most important is chanting of the holy name of the Lord. Chanting the Lord's name is ananda rupam, pure bliss, because it makes ecstasy arise in the heart. Chanting the holy names is also ananda rupam, in the sense that it is the essence of ecstasy and makes everything it touches ecstatic. In this verse, the author again makes the explanation jayati, indicating that Harinam, the name of the Lord, is the greatest manifestation of the Supreme Lord's attractiveness and mercy. One who realizes the value of the Harinam will choose to rely on chanting Harinam rather than any other kind of spiritual effort. Performing prescribed duties within the Vaughan Ashram system is troublesome. Persons who have lost interest in the ritual duties of Vaughan Ashram cultivate yogic meditation, either for impersonal perfection or as a means of devotional service. But in either case, this too is troublesome because it involves the difficulty of subduing the mind and senses. Worship of the deity of the Lord is troublesome because the worshiper must purify all the items to be offered and his own body and heart as well. And also troublesome are other devotional practices such as hearing, which can be correctly performed only after one fulfills difficult prerequisites such as finding a suitable qualified Vaishnav to hear from. Therefore, putting aside, 
concern about success in these methods. An intelligent devotee will simply focus his attention on Harinam, and thus he will easily achieve the results of all the above methods. Om Jnana Timarandasya Jnana Shalakaya Taksur Unmalatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamaya Tadati Sapadantikam Panchakalpa Tarubyas Cha Kripa Sindhu Bhayebacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hey Jack, get me there in the right, some throat lozenges. In the cabinet up on the right. Yeah, okay. So, thank you all for coming. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about what this class is about. Uh, I wanted to start an introduction before I started the formal class because today is Akshaya Tritya. And at least according to Vaishnav lore, if you start something on that day, it gives extra impetus for it to be auspicious. So I really wanted to start it on this day. I was planning in May. But um, so this particular class is, is I will um, give an introduction. And to me, the class will evolve, even with my own realizations as I'm chanting and thinking about the class. But what I will continue to do, maybe not in this class, is have a Japa seminar and chant with you like I do normally if people have gone to my retreats and always add something, some realization, and maybe even deal with different topics. Like today, I may read some from this verse from Brihad Bhagavatamrita, with all the glories of the holy name, all the glories of the holy name, and then the fact that the Ananda Rupam, the form of bliss we don't feel when we're chanting sometimes or maybe all the time. Or people ask questions like, I like Kirtan, but I don't like Japa. So I thought about this morning and maybe have an answer. You know, and, and just different, different points. But the first thing I want to describe is, is um, why I'm doing this class? What's the? It's always interesting to find why, and this is kind of. I'm going to put it into kind of like an historical why. What I really feel, 
And I, I, I feel Iskand or the Hare Krishna movement, it kind of goes in. Krishna introduces fads. It, like it wasn't all this kirtan and then there was kirtan. So I think the Hare Krishna movement started and, and the main principle of devotional service is absorption. In fact, we're going to talk a lot about that today, about the benefit of chanting the holy name. You have to be absorbed. Practice is defined in the Yoga Sutras as concentrated over a period of time um, without interruption and in the right mood. And then the, the realization comes. And, and, and that realization is, is that the holy name is not different than Krishna. And not just an intellectual thing, you began to feel that these syllables are actually something special. There's that verse by, 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 by Rupa Goswami that just blew the minds of all the assembled Blew the minds of all the assembled Vaishnavas. Lord Chaitanya was amazed. When Haridas Thakur heard it, he was dancing in ecstasy. When Ramananda Roy heard it, he said, what is the use of a bowman's arrow and a poet's words if they don't pierce the heart and make the head spin? Tunde tandavani ritim. It's this beautiful verse, but the English means, I can't imagine how much ecstasy is in these two syllables. Krishna. When I chant them on my tongue, I wish for many, many tongues. When I hear that name, I wish for many, many names. And when it enters into the courtyard of my heart, the senses become inert. I can't imagine how much Nectar is in these two syllables. And, and, and even a drop, to feel a drop of that, there has to be some practice. There has to be some practice. And what I'm going to discuss is the practice and then do the practice, but it has to be some practice. And in fact, I just, I'm just going to share with you, it's a little spontaneous, but I'm always, and I'll share these with you, I'm always looking for ways to just focus the mind. Because the mind gets focused by the intellect, I understand something is good, and by the heart, I'm attracted to something. So it's a challenge. I, I sit every morning, and I'll explain how I, I sit every morning for several hours. I sit. And it's not always easy. It's not always easy. You never start, and I'm not saying I'm samadhi, but you never start at samadhi. Even in classical meditation, it's um, dharana, dhyan, samadhi. You never start. It's like a car. Jack is here listening to the class before he goes to work. Comes from a big family of NASCAR fans. <laughs> I can't understand that at all. <laughs> I guess men just like men and machines sometimes. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a misogynist activity or something. But I just, ladies are like it too. 
Um, yeah, I saw that. What was my point? Starting a car, like yeah, even starting a car, you never start in fifth gear. And I think that's what happens to many devotees. They don't make the effort to get into higher gears. And therefore they develop bad samskaras that chanting is not attractive. So, so in terms of that, I'm always looking for ways and I shared it, in, which I'll do, maybe not today, but in every other class will also, this class will be an hour, the other ones will be an hour and a half because I'll have time to chant it. I just wanted to start it on Akshaya Tritiya. So, um, yeah, so I, 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 one thing I was doing, it's a little spontaneous, is to get deeper in my meditation. And this is not, I'm, I'm going to be a little more systematic, but I'm starting off just in a spontaneous way to become a little bit um, more focused. I started sometimes just chanting a prayer very, very slowly, slowing down my mind, hearing every word, knowing that these prayers are chanted by great souls and that if you can just hear them and imbibe them, you'll get their message. But at the same time, by meditating on them, your mind will become deeper. So I was chanting this verse. We don't know how much nectar is in these. And then I started chanting around, meditating on two syllables, Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Just meditating on those syllables where, and, and asking the question, where is the nectar? <laughs> where is the nectar? But just even asking that question, where is the nectar, gets you deeper and deeper. And then I thought, well, what about the rest of the mantra? So then the next, I'm just sharing you something that I chanted today before I get into what I'm going to explain. And then um, I just said, well, what about the rest of the mantra? It's not just Krishna. And then I just started chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare. And, and just looking for the nectar in those two, two syllables, Hare. And then Rama source of all pleasure and then the next round i began chanting them with all of them just to show you that's right there's no hard and fast rules each person's an individual and there are ways to just activate the mind and and and, and just somehow or other have some parameters because the mind is going to wander to so many things, have some parameter even of until you get into that gear. The best chanting is you're just chanting and relating to the name. But to help me get into that gear, just some parameters, the intellectual parameter. There's nectar in these syllables, that parameter. So anyway, let me tell you now a little bit why I got into this, how I got into this. Um, destiny is the language of God. 
And somehow in my own spiritual life, it happens again and again, that although I have, I would say, some managerial abilities, I have some abilities in, in speaking and preaching, I don't have so many external activities. I, I And I don't have material or spiritual, I don't have many external activities. And I don't have family. And, you know, I don't have a job. So it, it, it forced me to chant more and see the benefit of that and then come into COVID where I'm, I'm, I'm in one place and then kind of see my life and what the opportunities are. And then perhaps being a bit of a visionary is understanding that this is a trajectory where at least the leadership of the Hare Krishna movement has to go. It has to be spiritual attainment and it has to be practice. And um, it's not divorced from the, the mission. I, I tell that I have one God brother who's very, very deep. He has the Adhikari of, of preaching and serving Prabhupada's mission selflessly, but he, he has the Adhikari of the qualification of um, you know, so much service, but he's very high on the platform of um, Raganuga Bhakti. And he, he, he would always consult me, you know, whether or not he was doing the right thing. And I would encourage him because I would see how much it would inspire me. So I got into that a bit as my, my service. And, and, and I saw that as I deepened my own internal life, praying for service to Krishna, how it would manifest in more and more opportunities to share whatever devotion I have with others. So I was thinking like this. And then... Um, getting deeper and deeper. And then Kinshina Krishna, who's a disciple of mine, he consulted me on this book he was reading about meditation. Not in personal meditation, just meditation, meditation on verses. And how much just chanting verses in a methodical way, space, you know, and for some time would buy that mood of that verse and would slow his mind down. And, because meditation means to alter the consciousness from the thoughts of the ego that are just constantly torturing us with, with anxiety and, and ambition and lust and, and revenge and politics and so many things, and just focus it on one thing. And that focus on one thing is where the realization and where the taste comes. So you have to alter your consciousness. So he was explaining how it was altering his consciousness and effective. And then he gave me the book. I read the book. I saw that it was very effective. I also applied some of the techniques of my own because I'm always looking for ways. And then 
when I was in Colombia, I was speaking with Jai Jagannath. And he told about this nice devotee he met who's mentoring him in prayer. So what, what I kind of thought is this is really where we have to go and where people want to go. And it's so much a part of an obligation and duty that should be training on how to deepen their meditation. So it's not just a, 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 a bore or, or, or a distraction. At the same time, I had a lot of association with Bhakti Bhigango Swami. And he's a brilliant visionary when it comes to education. And he started a, a, a Japa school. I don't know much about it. But he was telling me that the, the one thing that people tell him in all his preaching is how this has changed their life, as this has been their community, et cetera. So that's where I got the idea of Joppa School. He's a brilliant educator. His is very systematic, planned. Mine's going to will have some structure, but it'll come up. Not so much in the class by class. I have a general idea. So this is, um, so I came up with a basic format and it will be in my Monday morning greetings on Monday, the same thing, because I've written about it this week. Um, Another thing, when Jai Jagannath, I asked him to give a class on prayer, he, he had this, he's a little poetic, so he said, deep space, deep time, deep work. So I thought about that. And then I formulated another structure, which I'll share with you, playing on that. And the first thing, my thing is, my structure is what we have to learn is, is deep faith. Deep space, deep time, deep mercy, deep work, and deep taste. So I'll start with the the last one again, deep taste. And that taste comes from the practice. The taste comes from concentration. And everything that I'm saying is to give you tools to concentrate so that you can get taste. And taste goes back to faith. It goes back to the beginning. Because faith is taste by experience. So to get some experience of the holy name so that it transfers into some faith. And faith is the most, Adao Shraddha, everything begins with faith. We don't move forward without faith. If you're not sitting down and you're not putting effort, it's you're lacking faith in the holy name. 
because look at all the things you do that you put effort into that you don't like, that are difficult. Chanting may be a tapasya. Tapasya means despite the irrational impulses of the mind and senses, you continue in Krishna's service. So look at all the things people do. You know, people, um, they get these degrees. They study so hard with these degrees because they have faith in the goal or the objective. So there's two ways to get faith or, or, or uh, in the goal or objective. Our objective is to chant purely. Our objective is to have love. Our objective is to have some taste for chanting. We may have preliminary goals to chant without offense, to get some experience with chanting. Our goal to, to sit down and, 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 and look forward to that moment. And I, I'm gonna mention something too that I can just see this is opening up the whole philosophy is um, our, lifestyles are not so conducive. So for some, they may be able to say, I can become a meditator, actually. I can really work on this. For another, they can say, well, I can do something in my day to increase. So it, it will be in different ways. I want to go back again, why I mentioned Jai Jagannath and, and Akinshina. So it, it gave me this thing that this is the time. And I thought at the beginning of the Hare Krishna movement, who was, you know, who was Prabhupada working with? People had come from the material world, come from not that just the material world, came from the Adharmic world, the hippie world. And they had so much, there's some scars from sex life and drugs and hippie life. And Prabhupada had to absorb them. And the best way to absorb them was this, and I'm not saying in a pejorative way, this passionate Hare Krishna movement, the Sankirtan army, and a mission, and, and it's still so bad. Save it is the most important thing. You, when you chant, you're praying for service. Chanting is also service. Bhakti is best expressed by Seva, which means loving reciprocation with the Lord through the faculties of the mind, body, and words. And then after a while, Prabhupada saw people couldn't fit within the mission. They couldn't do that. People were getting married. They have responsibilities. And, and this part of Prabhupada's mission hasn't been done. He, 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 he wanted Vaan Ashram, a more simple lifestyle with people that would facilitate simple living and high thinking. And uh, I think now it's time to concentrate according to our situation, a little bit more on internal life. And so it all begins with faith. And um,
this this purport here, just these verses, just reading a verse, even in English, and this is what I learned. Actually, this was very effective from what from the book that Kinshina Krishna gave me. Is that if you could chant a verse um, slowly and repeat it, not even in the Sanskrit, in the English, and repeat it, then, and this is actually even part of even drama or poetics, that verses that are composed, especially that are composed by pure devotees, they imbibe a particular mood. And if you can prayerfully hear them, that mood can come to you. And what the mood of the verses on the holy name is, is faith. Faith begins, Adao Shraddha. This is good. And then it's so good. Sadhu Sangha, then I, I associate with devotees. It's so good. I adopt practices. It's so good. I, I give up those things that have no value. It's so good that I do it all the time. When I do it all the time, then it really becomes good and you develop ruchi, you develop taste. So it gives you that sense. And I saw this, I was studying for, for, the, for Sunday's class, and it had it, all the purport had all these verses about the holy name. And then it inspired me. Yes, I, I want to do this. This is the greatest jewel. This is the greatest gift. How can I not neglect it? It may be difficult to sit down. It may be difficult to sit down. But it's worth it. So faith comes from understanding and experience. So let me just read. There was one verse especially I wanted to read. Here. This is from the Skanda Purana. Maduram, maduram, etam, mangalam, mangalanam. Sakalinigamavali, sakpalam, chitsurupam. Sakritapi, parigitam, sadhya, heliava. O best of the Brigu dynasty, the holy name of Krishna is the sweetest of the sweetest and the most auspicious of the auspicious. It is the transcendental fruit of all the Vedas and is purely spiritual. Whoever chants it but once, whether with faith or with contempt, is liberated. Anyway, Prabhupada was with, with Allen Ginsberg, and then he met him in London 10 years later, and the devotee said, Prabhupada, he's nice. And Prabhupada said, even Namaparad, it's slow, but it's benefit. But um, it's amazing, it's from the Bhagavatam, that even a person beyond the jurisdiction of the forecast is, in other words, an untouchable, is immediately relieved the bondage to material existence if he utters the holy name at least once. Of course, 
some quality is there. But anyway, just verses and just slowly imbibing them. Then, so I always start at least minimum before I chant minimum. Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Prabhu Nityananda. Si Advaita Vidadhar Shivas Adi Gor Bhaktivinda. Nama Om Vishnu, like this. And if I don't hear them carefully because my mind is still too passionate, I repeat it until I can hear every word. And when you glorify, that's the process of invoking mercy. It creates in you a consciousness which can be receptacle to mercy. I describe a child who's entitled doesn't feel love of the parents. But it also invokes that mercy because humility attracts kindness. You try it with humility. I need that mood. I need God is compassionate. God is merciful. And God is a person. And he reciprocates. He responds. So deep faith. And I may speak, I'm just summarizing while speaking more that then deep space. Um, you know, Hari Das Thakur, we chant before Tulsi. We have a beautiful Tulsi here by, by Jack. And I realized why he would chant before Tulsi because there, but there's a reason. I described there's asana. Asana means a seat. Upasana means worship. You sit near. Meditators, they have a space for Krishna. And it's sometimes difficult in your apartment or your place. But I have the space. Um, I have my deities. They're about heart high. And I worship them before I chant, which is also very good. And then I have a seat and I sit there. And then I'm in that space. For me, because I don't work and everything, it, it, it's generally two and a half, three hours in the morning. But to start with, but I realize if I go out of that space, it's like the uh, Ramayana. I'm reading the Ramayana now because I don't know anything about it. But what that golden Ram said, don't step out of that space. It's the same thing for me. Don't step out of my that space. Why? Because my iPhone is there. My computer is there. My family is there. My books are there. My bed is there. And if you know the 14th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, all these things have a potency to attract you for their use. And even if it's spiritual, it's not the activity you're doing at the time. <laughs> but it won't be. And you'll never get that realization, because you'll never get to the point of um, concentration over a period of time. Even at, 
uh, over a period of time in the right uh, without interruption. That's 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 the beginning of, of chanting. And better to do 15 minutes like that than 16 rounds just wandering around your house. And that's the problem. If you don't get beyond that, if you don't get beyond that austerity, you won't come to the level of realization and taste. So I just saw that, you know, if I have to step out of that space when I'm chanting, it is dangerous for me. It is dangerous for me. Even other devotional activities like writing Monday morning greetings or, but no. And I think one thing, you know, this kirtan meditation, why kirtan? I think, you know, Andrew would speak, you know, that, you know, the meditation is more the personal relationship with Krishna, the kirtan's like the rasa dance with others, there'd be so many things. But as practitioners, it's so good to practice meditation. We get the benefit of reciprocation from the object of meditation, which is Krishna. But it's so good. It's so good to um, you know, to, to have some time. I always quote from Vidura when he went on pilgrimage. Maybe I got a few words mixed up. I make a vow only for Krishna. We have to make a vow only for Krishna. I sit up straight. I keep myself healthy. The body should be sukha and stira. Or even if you sit in a chair, the back straight. I may, in this class also, I may go into some of the other books. My mind, you see, I can't say what I'm going to do before I speak because my, my mind only works when I speak. So I, I may also read and summarize other books on chanting, like, for example, from Sachinanda Swami. Or Bori John Prabhu. I may also do that. But deep space. And what happened to this, I'm, now my altar has so much significance. I'm getting into my altar and I have one person doing some things for me to put the objects of inspiration in some laminated pictures that can bring out my heart. Thinking, I want something with Nityananda, Nityananda, Namastubhyam, Premananda, Pradayate, Kalo, Kamashanashaya, Janade, Patane, Namaha. I want, rather than the iPhone, I want Nityananda. I want Radha Krishna. I want the six Goswamis. I want the beautiful flowers. I want the face of my Giriraj. I want the, I want my Siddhabakul. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Gambira. It's a struggle. We're not there yet. 
but it can be a lot more easy if we can move up a few gears. We don't move into the first gear. And this class is speaking to so many people. Some people may be in higher gear, so, you know, we'll, we'll also speak to them. But I think it's time, I think it's a calling now. I think Sachinanda Swami Maharaj has been on the forefront of this. The, the uh, Ogadon Retreat Center. So important. Now, deep time. This is very important. Regulation is essential to meditation. Because what regulation means is this time is for this purpose only. If you don't designate a time for a particular activity, you'll never be efficient in that, that activity. And I can see when I'm saying these things, they're reflecting on our lifestyle and how we live. But maybe the inspiration for this jewel, Taramadye Sarvashreshte Nama Sankirtan Nirapaya, Nirapadi Aparat, Poya Premen, Nirapadi Aparat, Poya Premen. Of all the processes of devotional service, chanting the holy name is the best. If one can do it without offense, if one can do it without offense, he can easily, he can get Krishna Prema. Therefore, social media and Facebook is very difficult because it agitates the mind with so many impressions. We get addicted to kind of this kind of lifestyle. When I was in the Gurukula and I was principal and I brought back students from Nepal who lived in the mountains, they were so peaceful. Yeah. Now I'm also, I'm taking notes because I'm, I'm seeing how this class will, there there's subjects I went just uh, the offenses and, and um, what is Ruchi, um, talking about the, the six activities that benefit bhakti, the obstacles to bhakti. Um, Different things, serving Vaishnavas, such a way to remove obstacles, insurmountable obstacles. Serve Vaishnavas, the Panihati festival, Raghunath Das had obstacles. He couldn't, he went to Lord Nityananda and he said, serve the Vaishnavas. Anyway, deep time. Deep time as much as possible. Otherwise, again, the obligations and allurements of your life will grab your attention. Because if you're not in a higher gear 
anything is going to be more attractive than tapasya. Anything's going to be more attractive than tapasya. Now, the next thing is deep mercy. Um, we need mercy. We're short-lived, we're so unfortunate, we're always disturbed, we're cheated. And the sages of Namasharanya, they saw this so many years ago. They looked into the future, they treat Kalagya, and they saw the obstacles we'll face, and they are increasing. I remember when my greatest joy was when the New York Post would come to my house in 10536 Avenue N in Brooklyn. And, and who would get that first? I had such an attraction for, for news and sports. But look at the facility, look at the, the, what Maya provided for me, a newspaper. I remember in Vrindavan, we didn't have internet. The Times of India, <laughs> the Times of India, that was the allurement of Maya. I remember one of my god brothers, he left Prabhupada and took initiation. He took initiation. Um, he took initiation from Bhakti Siddhanta's brother, and then he wound up in Radhakrit, trying to be a Babaji. And then he came to Brindavan, and he came to one of my god brothers. My god brother said, "You want to see my Time magazine?" <laughs> he said, "Yes." Now look at all the allurements. We need mercy. And, and this is also what I said at the beginning. I'm convinced of it. And this is the message of Briyad Bhagavatamrit at the beginning. That prayers, I love that in the morning. I love my prayers now. I love my prayers. The six Goswamis, the Raghunath Das Goswami, I chant, Chakva Turnam, Asesha Mandala Pati. I, I chant that prayer. And I, I, I imagine for a second his samadhi at Radhakund. And then in my mind, I say Jai Radhakund. I take bath in Radhakund. I meditate what that was like. And then I go on to, you know, I go to Jiva Goswami and I chant the prayer. Because when you glorify, it invokes some mercy. It, it, it pacifies the mind and it invokes mercy. And we need mercy. I'm absolutely convinced I cannot do it by myself. And then deep work. Deep work means I'm, I'm reading a book 
that someone recommended to me called Moonwalking with Einstein. I, I read it when I'm on the bicycle. Jack has a bicycle here. And I was interested in the science of memory because it's, when you read the science of memory, there was only memory previously. People didn't have books. And even when they first had books, they were in scrolls. So, and memory was connected with devotion because it was not, the reading was not extensive, it was intensive. Because you're reading, you would actually have to memorize. Because you imagine getting a scroll and going back, you gotta open the scroll and find something. So I was interested in, in the, the memory, but they said one thing, because this guy was training for this, this mental athlete con contest. And he hit a plateau. And his trainer told him, he gave him some studies, that you always you, you'll stay, everyone will just stay in the same place unless they go beyond their abilities. Unless they go beyond their abilities. So you have to perform tapasya slightly. You can't just say, this is where I'm at. You got to go beyond where you're at. And that's what I'm trying to do. Just push it a little bit. And, and, or, or, or at least to do the work. And that pushing may be, I'm going to sit in this place every day for 15 minutes. I'm going to sit in this place every day for a half hour. Um, and then again, deep taste. The result is taste. We have to have that faith. Ananda Rupa. Ananda Rupa. What is the verse here I began with? Jayati, Jayati. Namananda Rupa. Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, this temporary material world is full of suffering. Take shelter in the holy name of Krishna as your only business. I haven't figured out my next Monday morning greetings, but I want to say, I, 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 I have one thought, but I know it's there tomorrow. It's going to be this summarized. But I had one thought how things are, are degrading so much. And just, you know, remembering when I visited my friend in California, he was a hippie and him and his friend, they were living in Hollywood. Hippies couldn't afford an apartment in Hollywood. I got was like a little house or something. And how things are becoming more and more challenging. And we're going to need shelter. We're going to need a connection that's eternal. 
and that satisfies our hearts. Kaler doshe minhe rajan eko asti mahaguna kirtanad eva krishnasya mukta sangam parambhaje. This age of Kali is an ocean of faults, but there's one good quality. Kirtanadeva Krishnasya. Anyway, it's easy, but it's not so easy for us. But it's easier than anything else. So uh, I see how this class, I took a lot of notes and of things that I can discuss the next time. And the next time the class will be in two weeks. The talking will be shorter. And if you can have a place where you can be sitting up straight, I'll lead a kind of a, a japa meditation. People really like it. I think many of you have done that. Um, and I will also have occasionally a guest speaker. I know that I've been talking with the Kinchana Krishna. He, he has very good realizations of what he's doing. It's completely, I feel, a consistent with our philosophy of Krishna consciousness. Um, and I think it's time for it. And the life of prayer, I think Jai, Jai, Jai Jagannath has good realizations too. So, and then... If, if it's popular demand, I can even increase it. I may even just have in between weeks, you can just chant with me. I may even make several times during the day. Like between 12 and 1 is good for me. Anybody's free. So, um, one second. Oops, what happened here? Okay, one second. I'm just looking at the different people who I'm so grateful have joined the class. I'm seeing everyone's name. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, any reflections on the class or questions? Hi, Bill Maharaj. I have to go really quickly, but I, I just wanted to chime in. I'm I'm at the Bhakti Center. Prajumna walked by and said to say hello to you. Um, oh. and give, give you his, his best. Um, Did he see me? I just he, I, I held up the phone real quick, but you were talking, so I didn't want to interrupt you. Yes. Yeah, so he, he was doing this thing of gliding by, you know, what he does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I, I just want to say I'm, I'm eager to, um, I'm eager for this class and all the things you brought up. I love the, the deep everything. And I just want to say that since we, uh, at the Puri retreat, when the um, the notion of meditating on a verse before our japa, I've been doing that um, with the um, with the third verse, the Shishasakam, and I've been finding really the power in that. Um, you know, before I began, and then like every fourth round or so, going back to in English or in Sanskrit. So I really have been finding the power of those prayers, like you've been saying. So I'm really looking forward so much um, to this class to, like you're saying, really the deep time and the deep mercy are the two that really are standing out for me today. So thank you. Great. You know, you know that verse, when also when Akinshina gave that class, I listened to it, I thought, okay, 
I was in Vrindavan and Govardhan, it's freezing cold. And I wake up early. When I wake up, I'm up, I'm fresh. So I say, why not stay under the covers on my back? And I chanted Trinata P, you know, and I, I did it for 15 minutes, very, very slowly. And then I chanted and it said, more tolerant than a tree. And then I got out of bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like realized it. Okay, good. Anybody else like to share any reflection? Hi, Maharaj. Hi, Krishna. Okay. You know, I was thinking about um, all the deep, deep, deep things that you were saying, the deep taste, yeah. the deep time, deep mercy. Yeah. And, you know, it reminded me, um, the other day I went to visit a yeshiva because I'm financing this building that they built, a beautiful building in a ve- not very nice section of Red Hook, Brooklyn. You went to visit a what? A uh, yeshiva. Okay. So it's a, a yeshiva is a school. I, I thought you said Lord Shiva, so I was just a little no, no, concerned. No. <laughs> okay, it was yeshiva. I wish it was Lord Shiva. Yeah. But, but so I went for the tour. A rabbi took me for a tour, and I was very impressed. You know, in this building, it's three stories. They have where, a, where, where is it? Where in is Red it? Hook, Brooklyn? Wow. Yeah. And it's a beautiful building. And at first, he pointed out to to me the phones that were on the walls and he says he says he looks at me and he says to me this is the inmate phone and I just looked at him like what do you mean it's the inmate phone he says well nobody's allowed to have a cell phone in this building so if anybody needs to make a phone call they use the phones that are on the wall there's also uh no computers in the building there's one computer that's kind of in a closet he said, you know, the teachers and I, we use this computer only when we have to pay a bill or something. So the students come into this building very early in the morning, you know, like six in the morning, and they're there until late, just absorbed and focused in their studies and their and their prayers. And I was just so impressed, you know, with that very old, it, it's, it's very old school, you know, and I was kind of jealous that today's school environment is not like that. You know, I agree, you shouldn't have cell phones in school. You shouldn't, you know, and I agree that you really, you, you should be able to work without computers, you know, because it dulls the mind, the computers. Uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's so much to what you said. I really uh, appreciated it. And uh, I also feel jealous. Because I, 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 you know, where I lived, I lived in Jackson and then Brick, and in between those is Lakewood. They have a hundred, they have 200 synagogues and a hundred yeshivas, including the largest yeshiva outside of uh, the second largest yeshiva in the world, 5,500 students. And they have deep, deep study. And I think what you said is also relevant. And, you know, um, we can learn those things. I, I think, I think, you know, uh, Mahamuni, Professor Dasty, his name, Mahamuni. I like how he trains his families. The cell phones are put in a box by the door when you come in the house. And the Amish have one phone at the beginning of the property. The reason they don't have technology is because they believe it destroys family. 
I, I, I believe it. The world is just, you know, and, and when, you know, I came back from uh, India initially many years ago, and I, I never saw on the counter, you put the items there and they register in the cash register because my mother wanted to buy me some goodies at the, you know, the store. At that time, we'd have things in India, so I was getting, and I looked at it and I said, oh my God, that's so advanced. But then I thought, <laughs> wait, that's not our philosophy. And then I said, but the quality of life hasn't improved. This is a big thing. It really is. A yes, sacred is. space that's free from distraction. And in a cultured Indian house, they have a temple room. Now, of course, you know, you're lucky to get an apartment where you don't have roommates. But, <laughs> you know, or it's so, but you have to have a place. Yes. Okay. Thank you. That's a, both you and Shwina Jai really added some nice commentary. And I had it, well, I'm just curious. They, they give tours to. Uh, well, not, not, they, they gave me a tour um, and, you know, and they did it when it was closed because it's an all male school and they he yeah. didn't feel right having me there. But um, how, how do they, with, how, they they give tours and they don't give tours? So you just no, no, no. I'm, I'm lending them money. So I took a tour of the building of what I'm going to be lending them. Yeah, yeah. Aha. <laughs> now, now the real the real secret comes. <laughs> One of your clients, okay. Otherwise, going to be a they, new client. The rabbi will be my new client. <laughs> otherwise, they never let, let a sixer into that building. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, the puzzle, the puzzle came. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Maybe you can get me in a tour too. See, I, I try to do good work in my banking career. <laughs> I think I, I think the fact that you went in there and saw this, it's amazing. It's inspiring. Yeah. Anybody else like this? Share with us. Hi, Bull. I'm as you can imagine, I am really excited about this class. This just zings right into my heart and my love of Jaffa and wanting to go deeper. And uh, I took lots of great notes, but I'll just share one small reflection was um, after the Columbia retreat, Jaya Jagannath mentioned about how different objects have their Shakti, their power of attraction. And you mentioned it today as well. And ever since that course, I've been really aware of bringing my phone with me when I chant. And I, I now leave it outside of the room where I'm chanting. Or when I don't, I notice to, to his point, I'm more likely to like, oh, I, that's right. I have to remember that. Let me just type that in. Let me put, and it does just draw you back in. So even having the phone outside of the room, um, I've noticed what a difference that's made. Well, thank you. Uh, and it's so nice that we're actually, everybody's sharing such nice realizations. Well, this class is for you because I know that different people have different tastes in Krishna consciousness. And I think you're fortunate that you like meditation. Okay. Anybody else like to share a reflection? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. Well. Really great it's to see really you. Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful to see you too. I'm so grateful that you're doing this. This is Krishna's mercy. It's so timely because I've been having some struggles with my japa lately. So it's so perfect. 
And um, I just had one question. In the beginning, yeah. you gave this beautiful definition of tapasya, and I didn't get to write it all down. You said despite, despite it's actually from the eleventh canto by the commentaries of the BBT, Ridenanda, Gopi Pranadana, and others. Despite the irrational impulses of our mind and senses, we continue in our service. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great, great to see you, really. See you this afternoon. I think this class really attracts real serious devotees. I, I look at the list so I know who's there. Okay. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Gail here. Yeah. 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 I got, you know, I always get a little excited when when you share something that that you know I feel like I have in common. So when you were saying that you before you do your chanting, you you chant the panchatattva, but you you don't go to the next name un, unless you feel that you've heard the name you've chanted, you know? Yeah. And so and I was I got a little excited because I do exactly the same thing. But the way I do it is that I, you know, I, I relate each member of the Panchatattva to somebody who represents that particular quality in my life, you know, and in that so so that you know, I'm I'm always trying to like not you know, do things in a mechanical way. And so that helps me, you know, to. That's to... great. That's fantastic. To make these kind of associations, make the remembrance stronger. That's great, Gail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else like to share any reflections? Okay. I looked at all the lists. Great. We'll meet again on this on the, I think it's the sixth.